This is Amplify You, the podcast about you discovering your message and broadcasting it to the world. If you're a coach, author, or speaker, you'll want to tune in. If you're looking for the best return on your time investment to get your message out to the world in a bigger way, we're giving you full access and behind the scenes look of how we're running our podcast, how our clients have found success, and what you can do to launch your podcast today. The world needs your message. I'm Michelle Abraham, the host. Join my family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure today. Join us and let's get Amplified. Hello, hello, Amplify You. Michelle Abraham, your host here today. Have I got an awesome Ask the Expert interview for you today? Today I'm joined by Jan Burrell. Jan is, oh, she lives in New York, New York, Northern New York. She is an author, artist, international motivational speaker, poet, lover of the mountains and dragons. She is physically challenged from her hemorrhagic stroke, but finds beauty and inspiration in everything. She tells everyone, make every day an extraordinary day, which I absolutely love too. Thank you, Jan, for being here with us today. It is my pleasure and honor to have you on our show. So let's say hi first. Hi, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. How are you, Michelle? Nice to see you today. Awesome. So great to see you as well. So you were just telling me you're working on a new chapter of your book. Do you want to tell us what that, what you're working on? Sure. I have a historical romance. It's, it's pretty clean, so it's not hot and heavy. It's about a gal in Scotland who has given up on men. And it's about a guy from England who goes around and does travel writing. about where he's been and and they meet because he wants her to publish his articles because she's a once a month author um oh my gosh i can't think tonight she works at a at a magazine that comes out once a month and he wants to get his articles out cool so he ends up chasing her all around in the meantime she's in this old castle that's kind of falling down but she's found a mirror. There's something unusual about the mirror. It's just hooked onto the stone wall by a peg and wire. But when you look into it, it shows you your past lives. Mm, cool. And the funny thing is, the two of them are always together. She hasn't met him yet, but she oh, sees, funny. yeah, she sees two of her lives. So when they finally meet, oh my gosh, she's like, hit and taken aback and he's like what's wrong with her and well anyway it goes back and forth between present day and further and further back in her life whether she's a man or a woman Mm -hmm. and it finally ends itself in 2000 bce china which is the last chapter i'm trying to figure out cool well that sounds fascinating and will it be? Uh, will we be able to find out more about it on your website, Thundercrest Books? It's mentioned, but it should. I'm going to try to find a publisher for it next year. Cool. It's just only a couple days away, really. Right. Exactly. Well, I know you have other books over on your website, and so we can uh, send people over there to go check them out. Do you want to share a little bit about your other books? Well, my first children's book, Tippy's New Friend. Uh-huh. is out. It's about a lonely dragon who happens to see a garden full of dragon figurines. 
So she stops to take a closer look and she meets Lana, who is a social studies teacher of junior high kids in New Hampshire, and Lana's dog, Tippy. My dog is Tippy. (laughs) (laughs) And although the meeting is a little bit odd because, I mean, you know, there's a dragon, they get to be friends and she takes them on a trip. A trip they're flying up through New York into Canada, into Nova Scotia, and all across Iceland and Greenland, over to Norway, and back across the ocean to Maine, and finally back home to New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. There's a map in the back of the book so children can draw out the, the trip that they took and know where the places are that they were flying over. And the next book in that series is Tippy Goes to California, where we meet my friend, and he takes us around to see the glass beach and see the redwoods and even go up up into the mountains, the Sierra Nevadas, and we go belly, belly sledding on a dragon. Oh, cool. Awesome. <laughs> so fun. Well, I, were you a writer uh, all your life or is this something that you've just done n- newly in the last few years? I've been a poet all my life, but writing books and stories, I've told stories, but never written them down. So this is new for me. But I went to college after my stroke. I got myself back together. When I had it, I couldn't talk. I couldn't read, couldn't write, couldn't move. It was pretty bad. And they didn't expect much of me. But I did manage to get myself walking. So I went back to school to be a substitute teacher and an interim teacher. And wouldn't you know it, although the doctors had given up given up on me after 12 months, the kids didn't. And they would come in. I still couldn't read. They would write the teacher's directions on the board for me. And when we were in class, they all would read out loud and make sure I was following along. And they would come in on their periods off to help me with classes, or they would come in on my periods off and make me talk and make me walk. And they are the reason that I got to where I am. I bet. I mean, they even walked around the school with me. No, how special. But yeah. That's so amazing. It's, that gives you faith in youth again, right? <laughs> yes, it does. Well, they, had, they felt power, too, because they were teaching a teacher. Yeah, that's exciting. And they were yeah. helping change someone's life, too. They were helping you, you know, get your mobility back. And, oh, my gosh. So they must have been a large part of your motivation for keeping going then, would they? were they? Completely, yes. Them and also the teachers who would, I had one come up to me and he said, you know, I was having a pretty bad day today, but then I saw you and I thought, you know, my problems aren't really that bad. And look at you still fighting through yours. So I guess I made some people feel more appreciative of things, which is a good thing to do. Absolutely. Having and being a role model for other people and having the courage to now share your story too. Like, so you're speaking on stages and on podcasts about your story. What were some of the key things that helped you keep going in our, in your, so just thinking to our listeners at home right now who are maybe 
wanting to share their message and their story with the world that maybe they haven't had the courage to do so yet. Do you have any words of wisdom for them? You have to be honest. You have to be able to look at someone and say, yes, I became addicted to pain medicine because the pain was so severe. And yes, I had depression issues badly. Mm-hmm. And despite it all, I kept pushing through and I managed to end up going back to college and getting my master's degree in creative writing. Amazing. So it's a fight. It is. And it really is painful. It don't hide your feelings from your doctor and don't hide your feelings from the people that you're out among because if you're having a bad day, it's very hard to enunciate that and let the kids know that, oh my gosh, I'm trying, but it's a rough day. But when I told them, they understood and it was like, oh, okay. So be honest, be authentic. And I think by you doing that, you're giving them permission to do that in their own lives too, I would imagine. Yep. Yeah. How cool is that? So many times people would have just given up and, you know, being told that you only have 26% chance of surviving to have a stroke that you have. Most people, I would say a lot of people will probably just pack it in and, and call it a day and yet you kept going. So when people are at that moment, in in challenging spaces in their lives what were some things that helped you keep going you were just mentioning being honest obviously that's one of them yeah i didn't want to end up a couch potato which actually only five of us out of the 26 that survive end up with any kind of a meaningful life because the pain is so severe but it only hurts if you move Mm. oh yeah Yeah. And then when you don't use things, they atrophy. And that is not only muscles and tendons, it's also your brain. Yeah. And with neuroplasticity, the brain is able to make new pathways. Hmm. Some of them work, some of them don't. I've had some odd pathways that the brain tried and, well, they closed those down pretty fast. Hmm. But you just have to keep moving and have to keep using anything you can. And for me, it was the kids. They made me walk. I still don't have much use of my right arm and hand. Mm -hmm. I can move my shoulder up and down, but that's about it so far. Mm -hmm. There is never an end to this. The recovery is a lifetime journey. Mm -hmm. So, and, and my dream is to change the 5% that make a good recovery to a larger number. I'd like them to know that they have options, that I'm there if they need to talk. And that's the one thing that's hard for me because I can't make up a set course because every single person with traumatic brain injury or a stroke are different and they suffer different things. So I figure instead of writing down stuff like that, I'd rather do one-on-one with them so that we can focus on them. Yeah, and at least super customize, I'm sure. You know, yeah. it, is, it is one, you know, thing that you experienced in your life being the stroke has then probably changed the trajectory of where your life has gone and kind of opened new doors to new ways of doing business or having a, a meaningful life, as you were saying. 
And it's like, how how can you then help other people figure out what that is for them like you've done? So like, I think the doing the children's books and the romance books, I think obviously the creative writing has been a really great outlet for you. How do you help? How do you, how would you, how would you suggest other people find that, what's that spark for them? Positivity. And from there, the spark can be anything. It can be writing. It can be doing artistic things. I paint, but I painted with my right hand. So starting to do something like that again was very daunting. And I started by sketching. Or it could be getting out, even if you're in a wheelchair, and traveling. If you don't want to fly, fine. Have someone go with you and take you on rides to different areas. Don't just sit in the house. Get out. See the world. It's important. Yeah, that's great advice. I love it. Anything you'd like to share with, anything else you'd like to share with our podcasters? I mean, sitting at home thinking about sharing their message with the world. Well, just what I said, you have to make every day an extraordinary day. You have to, you know, when you get up in the morning, your first thoughts color your whole day. So I get up, I make my bed. That way I'm set for the morning. Anything that comes my way, I can handle. But if I wake up and I'm kind of off, the day is kind of off. So I try to always think of good things. And it's important to remember that you are chosen because you are still alive. Mm, yes. And, you know, I was uh, listening back to some of the podcast interviews you've done in the past. And one of the titles of one of them was your you, your stroke of genius. And uh, we, we like to say, I amplify you that your uniqueness is your genius. And so like, you know, having this is part of your story and staying positive and keeping moving forward is is definitely your zone of genius now. And I think that you're so inspiring and your message is going to carry on to inspire other people. I like what you say about getting up first thing in the morning and just by making your bed makes you feel accomplished already, right? So I know I feel I feel different when I don't make my bed in the morning versus when I do. <laughs> so that first sense of accomplishment gets you going on the right on the right track for your day. Yeah. But you know, you can have bad days. And you know what? If you go in your room and you cry, because sometimes you just wonder why, why me? Why do I have to deal with so much? Go to bed, curl up, go to sleep. And then when you wake up in the morning, it's so much better. It's always better the next day. And I would say it's also probably better to let it out and experience that emotion, move through it rather than keeping it bottled up and tucked back down inside of you. Exactly. And writing my book on stroke survival, Mm -hmm. writing it, what I was going through every day, and writing my positive thoughts or my, oh gosh, I I can't do this anymore. I just don't want this. And Mm. it did. It helped get it out. That's why I've always written poetry, because it got out my feelings. Mm. So by writing it, you not only help yourself, But there are so many others that have something like it happening to them. And when they see that, oh, wow, they feel that too, or or they think that too, it opens things up for other people. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for being so inspiring. And thank you for sharing with us today. 
Any last words before we share with our audience where to find out more about you? Just never give up and make every day extraordinary. I love those words. Those are great. And we can find more information about you on thundercrestbooks.com. Is that correct? Yes. I just updated it last night. All right. Awesome. Well, head over there, Amplify You Family. Check out what Jen's up to. Her kids' books are there and some of her other books that she's working on are also over there. And you can connect with her directly there. Thanks, Jen, so much for being here with us today. Amplify You Family, have an amazing day. We'll see you again next week. Thank you, family, for joining us on this adventure. If you're ready to be heard, head over to mypodcastcoach.com where you'll find out all the tools and tips you'll need to launch your podcast today. If you have a show already and you need some help managing it, please head over to managemypodcast.com and the Amplify You team would be happy to help you manage your podcast. Please also head over to iTunes, like, subscribe, or review our show so we can spread this message. And until next time, be your own unique genius.